0: You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara and you're listening to episode 14 all about crystals. Craziness! Crystals is a huge topic, so (laughs) we've broken it into two parts. Today is going to be the general information like what crystals are, what they're used for, cleansing and charging, and how to use them yourself. Then next week we will be sharing the top 10 most common crystals and talk specifically about their properties and how to use each one of them. And then of course we'll be sharing any of our own favorites that didn't make the top 10 list. Which there are a few. Yes, I have a couple. So let's dive in. I don't think this will be a particularly long episode just to give you all this general information. But, you know, I say that all the time. So we'll see. That's your stick.
1: You like to be like, lure them in with this won't take long. And then 30 minutes later,
0: you know the thing. <laughs>
1: I'm going to try. We're going to power <laughs> through.
0: So crystals, I'm sure everyone is familiar with if you've started onto a path of witchcraft because they are very common. Because they're very pretty and easy, <laughs> easy to collect. Um, I feel like it's one of the things that beginner witches really gravitate towards. So crystals are pretty simple in concept. They're just minerals that have crystallized. Like any other materials from the earth, it's just um, mineral, different kinds of minerals that give them their different colors that have melted um within the earth, and when they come to the surface, they crystallize into different forms and different colors. That's what crystals are. (laughs) Pretty! They are pretty. Um, They they have a lot of uses. They're used for healing, for charging chakras, for energy, and for manifesting intentions. And we'll talk more about that um, next week. So the probably most interesting thing about them is how do they work? Because a lot of people... Uh, are reluctant to believe that crystals can do anything, that they can hold any sort of intentions or have any energy and they don't really understand why they work. So I think that's probably the most interesting thing to get into. So crystals have obviously been around since the beginning of time. And quartz specifically makes up 12% of the Earth's crust. And quartz crystals have a natural property which which is called piezoelectricity. And that's the ability to generate an electrical field, which makes them very useful in radio and video equipment. The first radios ever invented used crystals to transmit radio waves. And that's still what they're used for today. Silicon crystals are used to make the chips that power our computers and our uh, solar technology. So they are in almost every single kind of technology that we have around today. So if it's possible for crystals to communicate through computer chips, why wouldn't it be possible for that same energy to be used in other ways. Ta-da! <laughs> um, if you really want to look more into this, the um, first really like study done on them was by an IBM scientist called Marcel Vogel. And while he was watching crystals grow under a microscope, he noticed that they took the shape of whatever he was thinking about. So he then approved that um, quartz crystals can store thoughts similar to how tapes can store um, magnetic energy to record sound. So that's a, there's like a whole long like, scientific history. If you want to get into that, that's a good place to start. That's like more than we can talk about in one podcast. Or in a year of podcasts. in a year of podcasts. So it's very interesting that um, they have these electric fields. They have this vibrational energy. So they do work. So if we're using them in science and technology, why would we not use them in other ways in our lives? Exactly. Uh, So everything, you just have to know that everything on this earth has energy and vibration, including yourself, including crystals. So that's why we use them. And they Something we'll get more into next week when we talk about the specific ones is that they generally affect different parts of the body and different um, parts of your spirit. So that is why we use them in different ways. Yeah. Generally quick, basic background um, on to all things crystals. So they do work. Let's just, just start, start with, that.
1: with that premise and grow from there.
0: <laughs> they, they work. Just believe us. <laughs> Um so let's then just get into all the rest of the things about crystals like uh crystal shapes and how to choose them and cleanse and charge them. So choosing a crystal um you really want to focus on what your use for it is. Uh so you'll find out more about when we talk about the top 10 but also I really would Encourage people to try to find one in store if you're really looking for um, one that's going to work for you. Because a lot, like all witch tools, um, pendulums and tarot decks especially, but all witch tools need to connect with you and your energy. So it's really important to get these things in person. Um, There are some that are less important, like um, the clear quartz and the selenite, which we'll talk about a little bit more next week um that are very neutral and cleanse lots of energy so those are going to work no matter which one you get but some of them are very specific so the way to do that is to just go in store and hold your hands over yeah (laughs) hold your hands over them and the one that's going to work for you will find you it's the same with any other witch tool if you it's better to find these things in person if you can
1: i completely want to just pound that fact in like the reason witchcraft is so much easier now than it was 20 plus years ago is because you'd order something online and you'd get it and you're like, oh, that doesn't work. No, that particular piece didn't work for you. Like later, you might find something similar substance, similar looks, similar everything that just resonates really well with you. The fact that they're readily available uh, places you can go and see these things and feel these things makes it so
0: much easier. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's not to say that things that you order off the internet won't be helpful. So if you do live someplace, um, you know, that's either a very small town or um, if you live in the U.S. and you're in the Bible Belt, (laughs) it can be a little hard to find like witchcraft stores. Although crystals are one of those things that you could really find anywhere, witchcraft or not, you don't have to go to a special store. Because they're pretty.
1: Uh, Yeah, because they're pretty
0: and they are used in home decor now. So you can find them a lot of places and they're used in like energy healing and things like that. So they're a lot more common than other things and in, that you would find in a cult store. So I
1: was gonna say, having said all that, my favorite crystal currently was sent to me online. So like I never saw it in person until it arrived, but it's perfect for me. So <laughs> I'm not saying you can get a good crystal, but this is like one out
0: of a hundred chance, I feel like. <laughs> so the... And the next step is that we wanted to touch on um, is crystal shapes um, because they're if you especially if you go into a store you're going to find like so many different um, shapes and sizes of crystals so it's kind of important to know what you're looking for and what the different different shapes are. So I would say that the most common that you're going to find are tumbled stones um, because they are. They're like the small, smooth stones, which obviously is not what crystals really look like when they come out of the earth. <laughs> um, but they are tumbled so they can be held easily in, you know, a pocket or purse or like just like set out on your desk or something. So uh, because of their small size, people really like tumbled stones. They're probably the best sellers and most easy to find. Um, and I love them, too. Like tumbled stones are are my jam. It doesn't mean that they, you know, work any less than stones in their natural form or anything no they still have
1: the same um internal structure so it's the same stone it's just polished it's like when you put slap on some makeup for a night out you're still you hopefully it's just some <laughs> polish that's
0: a really good analogy, <laughs> oh. um, so yeah that's the one that you're going to find the most often especially if you go in stores that will have like little baskets of all the same type of crystals or small tumbled stones
1: yep that's what like you can get at hobby lobby and stores of that nature too that's generally what they have
0: the next probably most common um, are going to be points Um, and a crystal point is like an intense energy tool and it focuses and amplifies the power of that stone Um, so you can use it Because it comes towards that little point, you can use it to direct energy inward or turning it outward, like out to the universe. So points are usually used when people manifest intentions, because they can continue to radiate the energy out into the universe, even after you leave it. Um, Chris, points, if you're not going to use Tumbled Stone, points are probably um, the best for beginners, because they're uh, really versatile in how they can be used. Yes, that's what I started with spheres are probably the next common it's what you think of when you think of crystal balls um that circular perfectly circular shape um and they still emit energy like a um, point but they emit energy equally out in every direction so it's a more uh gentle energy than what a point would provide so it's good for um like grounding and meditation for filling a whole room um, with whatever energy, and a lot of people will hold two spheres during meditation because it's like balancing and calming. And I've done that; it does help. Yeah, I think. But... <laughs> um, a another kind of common one is a heart shaped crystal. That's um, okay. <laughs> you're usually going to find this with rose quartz because that is the one that is connected to love, but they, all kinds of um, different stones come in a heart shape. Um, but obviously used for any sort of love ritual, but it's also um, reminding you to keep your healing properties close at heart. Um, so anytime you want to, you know, nourish your spirit with that like type of energy is good for a heart shaped crystal. Yes. Uh, There are also cubes. Um, These are less common, but I do have one, actually. Um, Of course you do. (laughs) Of course course I do. Um, Cubes are, so chakras we'll talk about at some point, but you you might have seen them if you look into like energy healing. Um, It's generally a person sitting cross-legged and then it has the rainbow dots going up the length of the body. I was going to say, or you've seen it if you're into yoga at all, or you've yeah. seen it
1: if you've gone into any metaphysical store. Yeah, or... it's not just like
0: a no. witchcraft thing or anything, um, but those, a rainbow, lot of traditions yeah, those rainbow points going up the body is like a different color associated um, with a different point on the body. So when yep. you're sitting at the base, that's your root chakra, and then um, up at the top is the crown and the third eye. You know the color over the neck is the throat chakra, so we'll get into all of that eventually. But, um, <laughs> cube shapes are generally associated with the root chakra, so cube shapes are very powerful grounding stones to create calm in your environment. Um, it's also they're also used when making grids, so crystal grids are very um, common in all types of rituals, but also to set up around your house. Yeah, um, to manifest different energies, direct different energies. And if you put a cube in each of the four corners of your room, that is a way to create a protective grid in that space, which is um, another good option if you don't want to cast a circle.
1: I was going to say, my friend Amanda, she loves crystals. And that's what she uses a lot in her home um, for protection and welcoming and things like that. So she's got them in different rooms, different corners, and they're different types and everything, but she uses a lot of crystals for that instead of casting a circle. Yeah. All
0: kinds of pieces. Yeah. Um, another shape um, that exists, but isn't that common, are pyramids. Um, pyramids obviously were used more in um, ancient civilizations, but they beam energy up into the universe like concentrated energy my um, mom has one of these oh pretty i do not have one uh, mom um, like 30 years ago <laughs> the the most typical ways that they are used um is to write your intention down and then place the pyramid on top of it yes and then um that pyramid will direct that intention out into the universe The next one on the list is um, harmonizers, and they are a pair of cylinder shaped crystals that are often used in um, meditation, kind of like the spheres where you hold one in each hand. Um, So it's a similar concept, but they are just cylinder shaped. And the last one on the list is clusters. Um, So clusters would be the opposite of the tumbled stones. These are like the natural occurrence of what the crystal looks like in nature so it has like many different points um and it's believed that it vibrates at a higher energy because it has so many points and these are generally what people will use in more in their homes it's not something that you carry around because they're generally much bigger um, so you see a lot i feel like i see amethyst most of all which is the purple colored one I feel like I yeah. see that in home decor all the time, like a cluster of amethysts. I don't know why that one is particular. I mean, I do know why. We're going to talk about gonna, it next week. I was going to say, Popular. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. But I feel like I see that all the time.
1: Um, if you go look at commercial wands, a lot of times this is the type of crystal they'll have on the end of the wand or um, embedded in the wand. And it's to help draw energy in and um, direct it out. But they don't generally use... They don't like a single point. They like the more jagged. My first wand had uh clear quartz in this kind of jaggedy pattern or non-pattern, as it were. That sounds pretty. It was so pretty. That's why I bought it. But <laughs> I didn't use it. <laughs> uh
0: so let's talk about cleansing and charging crystals then. Once you have um any of your crystals. This um is really important for any of them, especially new ones. Yes. Because crystals um, hold energy. That's what we've been talking about. That's the whole point of giving them is to manifest your intentions and hold that energy. Um, you can carry them around with you. And then every time you touch it, you remember that energy. So um, eventually they become overloaded. Yes. And especially if you are using the same stones across... You know many different rituals. Uh, then you really want to cleanse them between each one, and you really yes. want to. <laughs> yes, it really want to obviously cleanse them when you first get them because you don't know where they've been or what kind of energy they were holding on to before.
1: Same as new clothes, you wash them before you wear them.
0: Exactly. Um, so there are a couple of different ways to do this. So the first one um, is to use smoke from sage or Palo Santo. So that purifies the energy of the crystal. And all you have to do is to um, light the bundle and then um, immerse the crystal in the smoke. So you just kind of like wave it around. So every edge of the crystal goes through the smoke, which is pretty easy. Um, And you cleanse your house in the same way which we will have an episode on house cleansing too. Um, So that's an easy way to do it. If you don't like the smoke though, um, sun or moonlight also work. I'm a big fan of moonlight
1: personally. Um, I like to put crystals around my bedroom and then let the moon.
0: Yes, I would say um, the ultimate lazy witchcraft Tip is to write down the full moons in your calendar and chuck all your crystals on a windowsill every full moon. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the e- that's the easiest way to brag with witchcraft. <laughs> um, I, it's easy for a reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, so that is the easiest way. Um, sun, you can also do it with the sun. We just, you have to be careful with the sun because um, some crystals are more sensitive to it and yes. the sun can damage them. Mm-hmm. So, if you have, I would just look up each one. Yeah, um, that you're thinking be a about a lot more leery on. Yeah, just just Google search. it will tell you if it's safe in the sun or not. Um, I'm a ginger. The sun is danger zone. Yes. Um, another way is to bury stones in the soil of the earth. Um, that's a good way to charge it. You want to leave it in there for um, 24 hours, but At again, um, soil is something that can damage certain crystals. So just research before you do it. And then the last way is my personal favorite way um, is with quartz or selenite um, are two, which we'll talk more, but those are like the top two on the list for next week. Um, (laughs) They are two of the best crystals for beginners because they are both cleansing crystals, which means um, they don't need to be charged or cleanse themselves. They can, their energy is clear and amplified no matter what. So you can actually use them to charge and cleanse all of your other crystals. And I have both of these and I store all of my other crystals with them. So that is another very lazy, easy way, uh, witchcraft tip there for you. Uh,
1: just cause it's easy. Doesn't mean it's not effective. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: That's how I live my life. <laughs> exactly. I was like, there's no reason it has to be hard every time.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, Quartz and selenite are very good for that. Uh, so those would be good ones if you need to order online. They're going, they're going to be what they are regardless. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, they're very easy to find. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. So the last thing that we have in our list is just how to use crystals in your own practice. Now, this is going to be different for each crystal so it may make more sense next week when we talk about the top 10. Um, but one of the, if you're not doing energy healing, which is, you may have seen, because it's not, it doesn't really have anything. It's not witchcraft specific. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do energy healing with chakras. It's in a lot of different um, religions and spiritualities uh, that crystals are used and placed um, on different points of the body, different types of crystals to heal the body mm-hmm. and spirit. Um, So outside of that, the main way to use crystals within witchcraft is for setting intentions. Yep. Um, And it it sounds like it's difficult, but it's actually very easy. We've talked about this throughout however many episodes that we've done so far. Thirteen, because this is number fourteen. Okay, Terry's so much better at math than I am. (laughs) I have the, uh, (laughs) I have your outline handy.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. I'm cheating.
0: Nice. Um, so, setting intentions is just getting in touch with your spiritual needs. Um, so, you just need to find the time to do it. Um, it's just about being very specific about what you want to send out into the universe when you're asking for something or trying to improve yourself in some way. Um, you very specifically think about that intention while you're holding um, the crystal. Yes. And get very clear about what you want. And whenever you feel ready, say that intention, put it into your crystal, and then just repeat it and then carry the crystal with you or leave it someplace um, where you're trying to manifest that specific intention. So let's say you're trying to manifest abundance in your career, leave that crystal on your work desk. Yeah. And then every time you touch it or see it, refocus your energy on that goal. That's a very simple way to use crystals in your practice. And I think it's very effective.
1: Uh, I also like crystals for meditation or clearing your mind in order to find what intention to set. Uh, If you have multiple crystals, sometimes getting them multiple crystals out and trying to feel which one you're leaning towards at a certain point in time can help you determine what direction you should go in because crystals have different uses and different strengths, just putting them out in a row even and trying to feel where is the universe directing you can be helpful. That's a very good idea. Yeah, It's my form of divination. I don't have tarot cards anymore.
0: (laughs) Yes. And crystals are often used in um, pendulum divination. So when you, see a pendulum it's usually a crystal that is um hanging from some sort of chain yes yeah and it, um, you, you hold not. it over um a grid or you know like ouija boards yeah <laughs> <Like, laughs> basically a lot of i'm i'm scared of ouija boards okay I, i'm still it's not a lot of people love them and do use them in witchcraft but i'm still scared of them so I mean, those things are real. I <laughs> know that they try to make it like, "Oh, is that real?" It's just your friends pushing it around. Like, no, they're real. But um, pendulums are used like that, where you have um, a grid, and you can have an alphabet, and you can, ha- or have like a yes/no, mm-hmm. um, and the crystal at the end of your pendulum will move in a certain direction to spell See? things out or to like, choose something for you. They're good for divination. So yes, they, they are good for divination. I think that is all that I have to share on crystals today. Everything else is next week. (laughs) I have
1: one last fun factoid about crystals. Ooh yay. So a lot of people when they're first getting started out um, they focus on specific types of crystals and they forget about gems. Now not all gems are crystals but there are gems that are crystals. And so I really like getting gems and putting them in jewelry so that I can constantly look at and help focus on what my intention is. And um, that's just something to think about because crystals are just pure substances um, worth uh, that are arranged in a regular geometric pattern internally where gems are all pretty and sparkly, which there's nothing wrong with that. So (laughs) uh, gems are often put in jewelry but gems can be crystals and they can still store energy and help you focus and things. So
0: something to think about.
1: Diamonds are gems.
0: (laughs) Indeed they are.
1: (laughs) But things like rubies and diamonds and amber, they can all be considered crystals in one form or another, but. Yes.
0: Just a fun (laughs) fact. Well, that is all the fun facts that we have for you this week. We will see you Next week for episode 15, where we talk about our favorite crystals and what they do. Yay! Yay! Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. And Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin. All these ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift-off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's
1: o-l-l-y.com.
0: Thanks for listening to Which Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at witchwednesdayspodcast.